Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We welcome you, Heavenly Father. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Jesus, our Savior. I love that song that was playing. Jesus, Jesus, you, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, you silence fear. Jesus, you, you make the darkness tremble. Your name is a light that the shadows cannot deny. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is alive forever lifted high. Yes, your name cannot be overcome, Jesus. Everything that we need is in Jesus. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you and thank you for being with us, in us. And we take the time out to welcome and thank each of you, each of you that are on the call this morning, each of you that have gathered to pray and agree with us, to hear what Father has to say through the devotion this morning. Welcome. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator, the angel of our house, and our first lady and pastor, our Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. Our devotion leader this morning is Elder Claude Lang. Good morning, Elder Claude. How are you doing today? I am excellent. Good morning, Sister Charlene, and good morning to everyone. Amen, amen. Thank you, Elder Claude. Our prayer request and our praise reports will come from Sister Brandy Goods. Sister Brandy, how are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing well. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. Amen. Good morning, good morning, sis. Well, let us press closer to the throne together. And the blessing. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you this morning together as one body, as you've called us to be. Although we're many members, many parts, we are one body in you, Christ Jesus. And that's how we come to you today, Father, as one. Father, we ask that you accept our offering this morning as one. Father, enlighten the eyes of our understanding, dear God, that we see and we hear clearly by Holy Spirit today. Father, be glorified this morning through Elder Claude as he brings the devotion. Holy Spirit, speak by Elder Claude this morning. Father, do the same for Sister Brandy as she leads us in prayer this morning. Have your way, Father. We will listen and be obedient 
to only do as you say. We do nothing in and of ourselves but through Christ Jesus who lives and moves through us. We silence everything around us, all things physical, all things spiritual. We silence every noise to hear by Holy Spirit this morning. We decree and declare Matthews 10 and 20 that it is not Elder Claude who speaks. It is not Sister Brandy who speaks. But it is your spirit, Father, who speaks through them. We come in the full volume of your book, the full volume and capacity of who you are to do your will in Jesus' name. Father, have your way. Be glorified, Jesus, that Father may be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Elder Claude, we're ready for the devotion. Amen. Amen. Well, this morning we are going to talk about more about our one of my most favorite subjects is the Holy Spirit. I love the, I love the Holy Spirit. I'm, um, Bishop has been teaching on it, and it's always, you know, my favorite, um, you know, um, area when Bishop is led by the Lord to, to teach on the Holy Spirit. It's just, it's so powerful, and it, um, it just really awakens my my life and my spirit so we're going to go to Romans chapter uh, 8 and I'll read uh, a little bit uh, so I'm going to read it from the, the Passion Bible and it says and in a similar way the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray or how the best things to ask for. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf, pleading to God with emotional sighs that are too deep for words. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings, yet he also understands the desires of the Spirit because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, his holy ones, in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Now, I'm going to refer back to this uh, last scripture here, and it's uh, verse 27. And 
just want to highlight it before I go on. And this is from the New King James Version. It's verse 27 of what I, uh, part of what I read. It says, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. As I was saying uh, earlier, you know, Bishop has been teaching us uh, in the past services, and he's given us some excellent teaching on the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, There's always so much revelation. Uh, One of the things that stands out uh, the most uh, to me has been, um, and I'm glad he repeated again last night, has been on the manifestations of the presence of God by dispensation. The first being the beginning where God speaks with man through messengers, prophets, or himself. The second, God walks with man by the life and the person of Jesus Christ. And the third, God lives and dwells in man. That's where we are now and all by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the personal power of God who comes not to visit, but to stay, to dwell with us, to empower us to think, to speak, and to do better by living in harmony with God's perfect word. Jesus always, always the perfect example uh, of of yielding to the Spirit of God and obeying the Spirit of God and continually being open to the Spirit of God. I hope you heard that, right? Yielding, obeying, and continually being open. He was empowered to live a life designed, you heard that word earlier, designed to give life. And now by design, Jesus is for us what the Father was for him, empowering by the Holy Spirit. Jesus shows us how uh, empowered he was through his patience, his kindness, his gentleness, his great strength, with so many people that tried him in every way. But he passed every single test because he thought continually and listened continually to the Father who was in him. Jesus showed us that power that's found in love, humility, and sometimes even silence. But most of all, there's power in sacrifice. Jesus' weakness, if he had any, would be the only thing that could willfully get in the way of the Father, and that would be the flesh. We don't need to cover all the weaknesses of the manifestations of the flesh, okay? But if you'd like to review them, These are found in Galatians 5, 
chapter 5, verses 19 and 21. Study those because that helps you understand you when you go wrong. Okay? So study those and read those in your own time. But <clears throat> just know that the flesh is very strong, strong against your born-again spirit. Mm -hmm. The flesh is a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever wrestled with an opponent or somebody? Now, wrestling, this is a, it's a very serious sport. Um, I'm not talking about boxing, you know, a boxing match where you can, you know, hit and attack your opponent, you know, from arm's length, you know. Then you can wind up and take him out with a blow to the head from Mississippi. No, I'm talking about wrestling, wrestling. Wrestling is up close and severely into your personal space, okay? And now, dare I say, there are many potential injuries that come with the sport of wrestling, most of them internal, like pulled muscles, torn ligaments, dislocated joints, broken bones, and bruising. Now, think of that in the same way that our flesh wrestles against our spirit, the spirit. Jesus said when he was being reminded and prepared for suffering, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus says this as he is uh, instructing his disciples. He's telling them, you know, focus in on serious prayer right now because, it's, you know, we're, we're in a, a battle. And this is a bit of a, a wrestling match with our flesh. You guys keep falling asleep. And I'm over here, you know, getting a, 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 a video play preview, you know, if you will, of what's going to happen. And this is this is difficult, if I may, you know, so say. Um, so, knowing and feeling, Jesus, Jesus was, he knew, and he felt every every stripe that he would take, every punch and slap to the face, and they, every time they they would pull his beard out, and he would. He felt every nail, and he felt every false witness, and every person that turned against him, every person that betrayed and denied him. He felt it, and more than that, he felt the full weight of the sins of this world, yours and mine. He felt this. He felt it deep in the places where there are no words, but only groans can be uttered. But Jesus gets to the point. He gets to the point because he's in his humanity there. He gets to the point of saying, Father, if it's your will, take this cup away from me. Now he's he could have stopped right there. 
And who knows, maybe he did stop right there and go talk to the disciples and say, hey, you guys, you need to be praying. Pray for me right now. I'm asking God to take this cup from me. And, and maybe when it says in John that he went a little further into the garden, deeper in prayer, deeper, he gets there and he says, not my will. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Now, Jesus, in his flesh, was not denying these feelings because they were real as real can get. But the ever-present Holy Spirit strengthened him to say, not my will, but yours be done. He's keeping him on track, keeping him on point. He's getting Jesus beyond his feelings. Whew. Now, that's a lot to take, right? Especially when you know what the outcome is going to be. But the Holy Spirit strengthens us in the same way by staying focused on the Father's will versus our will. And there was also the flip side, right? Not just the sad and the gloom and the doom, but there's a flip side of the road that Jesus had to take. He also saw good things. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, he saw joy, the joy that was set before him, in, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. By the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, Jesus counted it all joy to suffer for our sake, to endure the pain of the cross. And though in the appearance of his weak and torn flesh, he despised the shame of it by forgiving those that cursed him. You remember when he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Now, the most important thing that Jesus' example shows us today is that our flesh was made vulnerable and tender. And yes, at times, we even suffer weakness. But for the purposes of God, that's why. So that through faith, we might manifest all of God's will and intentions so that our life in Jesus may be continually glorifying to the Father. So Jesus is showing us how yielding to the Holy Spirit can and will empower us when things seem good and when things seem very, very bad, he will get you 
and us through it. He will hold our hand to lead us through every trial and to pass every test. As the Father strengthened Jesus by the Holy Spirit, Jesus will strengthen us by the same Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Lord, you said, Lord Jesus, according to John chapter 14, you said, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. You said this after telling us about the power of the Holy Spirit that would come. We need the Holy Spirit. Someone on this call needs the Holy Spirit. Someone needs that empowering. There's a pastor, there's a teacher, there's a lay person, there's a mother, there's a father, there's a a young son, daughter, there's people on this call that need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit afresh. You read, read the book of Acts. Just read the whole book of Acts where the Holy Spirit fell again and they were rebaptized. Yes, you can be born again, again, and you can be filled again, again. We need the Holy Spirit. You need it, Pastor. You need it, layperson. You need it, volunteer. You need the Holy Spirit to fall on you afresh so that you can, you can, you can maybe even get a new tongue if that is the, the will of the Lord so that you can build yourself up, so that you can wield the power that you're supposed to have and to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's what that is. Father, we thank you this morning. We yield to you. We yield to your empowering Holy Spirit. Thank you for your gentleness. Thank you for your patience. We yield to you now. Now have your way. Strengthen. Baptize that person that's been thinking. Baptize that person right now that's been reaching out for you. There's a person on that's saying, I, I, I don't want to you know, speak somebody else's tongue. I want my own. You, you got it right now. You can speak now. We thank you for this, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're the greatest teacher. Amen. 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 What a wonderful word. Thank you, Elder Claude. And yes, Father, we yield to Holy Spirit afresh. Baptize us afresh. Empower us afresh. Thank you. Now, Sister Brandy, please come with any prayer requests that we have this morning. Thank you. We have a prayer request, <clears throat> excuse me, from Sister Audrey. 
and she says, by now, and I'm sure you have become aware of the shooting situation in San Jose. It's another devastating, heartbreaking, and purely senseless event, to say the least. She's asking us to pray for the families, um, to pray for the families. She said at least eight families are grieving the loss of a loved one. Um, she also said, we do we do know this, that God is faithful and that he's in control. We pray that as he promised, he will comfort all those who are mourning and heal the brokenhearted. We pray for healing and the full recovery for those who have been injured, for healing of their body and healing of their mind from the trauma of this, this event. We pray for all those in the VTA family and the San Jose community. We are also they are also our community. We pray for one another that you may be healed according to James 5.16. She says, I hope that when allowed, the local church will be able to reach out and be the presence of hope and healing to those who need to see the love of Christ through meaningful acts of kindness and concern at this time. And she quoted the scripture of carry one another's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. That is the law of Christian love, according to Galatians 6 and 2 in the Amplified. So, Father God, we come to you this morning. We come in the mighty name of Jesus, and we give you thanks, Lord God. We thank you for the assurity of your word, Lord God. We thank you for your promises of your word, Lord God, that you told us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may be able to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So, Father, we thank you for the promise of your word, Lord God. We thank you that you also told us that, if any two of you would agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So, Father God, we come this morning, Lord God. We come together in unison. We come in the unity of the Spirit, Lord God, and we stand in agreement with Sister Audrey, Lord. We pray for the event, Lord God, that has taken place on yesterday, Lord. We come in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, calling on you, Lord God, for you said you would be a very present help in the time of trouble. Father God, we call on the God of all comfort. We ask you to comfort all those, Lord God, who are mourning this day, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would bind up the brokenhearted. You promised that you would and that you will heal all of their wounds in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will heal the hurt and the pain that's associated with grief and loss in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the physical healing of those who were injured, Lord God, and we pray for the emotional healing from this traumatic event and from fear in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we send the word, Lord God, and we decree and we declare healing from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their full recoveries in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, you also said, Lord God, in your word, that you have given us the keys to the kingdom, Lord God. You said that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, Father God, we come in the authority that you have given to us, your children, the church, Lord God, and we stand in our place of righteousness this day, Lord God, and we say we bind the spirit of lawlessness and violence and anger and rage in the mighty name of Jesus, and we loose the blood of Jesus. We loose love. We loose peace. We loose joy. We loose righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over our nation. We plead the blood of Jesus over our cities, over our communities, over our neighborhoods, over our places of worship, over our places of where we work, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our families, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus. We decree and declare that no weapon that's formed against us shall be able to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We come up against any demonic attacks, Lord God, that will come. We thwart the plans of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for a spiritual awakening to hit our nation, to hit our cities in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray that there will be an outpouring of your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that as the church, Lord God, that you will give us the wisdom and the strategies, Lord God, how to do what you have called us to do, Lord God, that we may be lights in this time of darkness, Lord God. Father, we pray in your name of your son, Jesus. We pray that the kingdom of God will come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Brandy. And we agree as touching in Jesus' name. We want to quickly swing back to you, Elder Claude. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, I wanted to just swing back to that uh, one verse on uh, verse 27, where it says, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And this is showing us that not only do we not always know what to pray, but there are many things that we have yet to be instructed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that teaches us the Word. He's the one that gives us revelation and gives power on the Word. Okay, and remember that you're the only thing in this world whom the Lord God himself promised to live and to dwell in, to give you power in every way according to his will. So receive the Holy Spirit, embrace the Holy Spirit. And he will do the same in you. Scripture says, let us uh, uh, live in the Holy Spirit. But it says, let us also walk in the Holy Spirit, which is a constant uh, conversation. Walking in the Holy Spirit is a constant conversation with him, being continually open to him and he open to us. It's powerful. 
Love you. Thank you. Thank you, Elder Claude. Please remember to send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect, then scroll down to Prayer Request and enter your request. We love to pray. We are called to pray and stand in the gap for others. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Elder Claude, Sister Brandy, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Thank you, family. Please invite others to join in on the call Monday through Thursday, 7 a, excuse me, 5 a.m., 5 a.m., Monday through Thursday, and 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings. We live stream by way of the Internet. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word today through Elder Claude. Thank you for the prayers that were lifted up today through Sister Brandy. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless every caller for their obedience to answer the call to pray. I decree and I declare, as Minister Claude pronounced this morning, Father, empower every caller through your word. Empower them, Father. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Father. May your design and purpose be fulfilled in the lives of every caller as they yield, obey, and are open to Holy Spirit. Father, bring life to them. I decree and declare Isaiah 59 and 21 that your covenant, Father, is with every obedient caller, that Holy Spirit is upon them, that your word, Father, is in their mouths, and it shall not depart from their mouths, nor from the mouths of their offspring, nor from the mouths of their offspring, offspring, both now and forever. Holy Spirit, lead and guide. Help every caller in their unbelief. Help every caller in their weakness. Father, I decree and declare your word that your grace is sufficient and that our strength is made perfect in weakness. Baptize every caller afresh. Empower every caller afresh. Strengthen every caller anew, Father, that having done all to stand, they stand. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the power of Christ Jesus rest upon your people. Father, thank you. Thank you. And we seal every prayer prayed by Holy Spirit this morning with the precious blood of Jesus and with the power of your Holy Spirit until Jesus' return. This we ask in Jesus' name. I declare no backlash, no retaliation, and no weapon formed against your people shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against them in judgment, thou shalt condemn in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Kathy, please open the lines for the saints to worship together. <laughs> 